0: you are listening to survive and thrive managing life with adult adhd adults affected by adhd will be helped to succeed enjoying their life in the process hosted by abigail Werf, coach author and speaker abigail's focus is helping adults with adhd live their best lives professionally and personally I am an ADHD coach who works with adults, college students, and couples affected by ADHD. Aside from this podcast, I am the author of the book, Forget Perfect, How to Succeed in Your Profession and Personal Life Even If You Have ADHD. I bring up the book because the title is my approach to this podcast, Forget Perfect. My goal is to provide you with information and suggestions to help you have a better life, but the information is of no help to you unless I get it to you, so bear with me in any mistakes, do-overs, or sound issues. I am not going for perfect. I am going for getting this information out to you in a timely manner. Today's topic is about resistance, and boy, is it a timely topic for me. It was such a problem this month that I'm recording this episode with very few notes, which I will explain in a moment, so bear with me. I prepare the podcast in batches a month ahead of time. In the month of February, I'm writing the March podcasts and recording them and sending them out to be mastered. This is the last episode for the month and is on resistance and ADHD, and boy, have I am I encountering a lot of resistance with myself this week. I had three big things to get done this week. First were RFPs. RFPs are requests for proposals. And I have three I need to get in, and there is a due date of Thursday. And I just cannot seem to settle down and fill out these proposals. I first have to write them, and then I have to input them into the provided forms. The second thing I'm supposed to be doing is a career test. A friend of mine who does research wanted me to do this two, three-hour career testing so that she can add it to a volume of information she's collecting about adult ADHD people. The third thing is getting the podcast done. Because like I said, I do them in batches and I had four for this month to be done and I have been really struggling to get this last one done, which is, of course, on resistance. So now I'm at a point where time has basically run out, and I have more to do than I have time. The one good thing is that somehow we manage to pull these things off, or that's what I like to think. Unfortunately, it is a painful process. When I encounter this with my clients, I feel their pain and wish I could relieve them of it. All I can do is to try to help them find a way to manage the situation just like I have to find a way to manage this situation. First, in managing resistance is seeing if there is anything that, I, that can be taken off the table. In this case, it'll have to be the career testing. I'll have to do that next week. It is later than I committed, but in reality, I have to move something, and that is the only thing that will not have catastrophic consequences. We have to be opening to altering our expectations. The RFPs are due Thursday and will not be accepted after that. Of course, the podcasts have to be sent to the editor before the end of this month so that they are ready to post in March when these podcasts will be published. Next is how to get the tasks done in the least painful way when I no longer want to do any of them. What makes this particularly difficult is that the RFP and the podcast don't have immediate payoffs. The conference the RFPs are related to won't happen for nine months, and the unwritten podcasts won't be used until the end of the next month, but need to happen now. When I feel strong resistance about something, I try to figure out why I am feeling the resistance. Often it is because I feel deep down I shouldn't have to do it or that there is something I feel is, for lack of a better word, unfair about what I have to do. I can find plenty of reasons to complain. For example, the RFPs I have to do. The application has virtually no directions and is confusing, so my mind goes off on how it is not well done and making it harder for me to settle down and get to work. I would much prefer to think about the unfairness and complain. What I need to confront is that it doesn't matter if it is unfair or not how I want it. If I want my proposals considered, I need to let go of my righteous anger and get to work. Usually the best way to do this is to focus on one step I could take that is small, immediate, and easy. In this case, I can fill out the, the, first, the first first, questions on the RFP that are basically my name and basic details. This way, I have accomplished something and have moved forward, if only a little bit. The next step is, if I am still feeling strong resistance, is to get some help. In this case, I have to, for each proposal I'm doing, and I'm doing three, come up with an abstract, description, and five learning objectives. Since I'm struggling and not getting this done, I call someone to bounce my ideas off of. This can really help because support can often ease your way. As I am talking, I find myself coming up with some of the ideas I was lacking. Then I make a commitment that I'll send them a draft of the abstract description and learning objectives within the hour. Making this public commitment helps me get motivated. What is important here is that I'm not trying to send something perfect, but what I can get done in the hour. It won't be perfect, But it forces me to get something down that is movement forward towards completion. If you are lucky, the person you have sent your work to has time to look at it and offer feedback. But even if they don't, you are further along than you were. After a break, it is time to go back to what I have written and start editing it into something that is readable. This is important. My first pass was just to get something down, and now I'm going to buff it up. Starting trying to be perfect can get in your way. Better just get something out and then go back and fix it. The other way, trying to get everything correct the first time can be another deterrent to getting it done. All that happened, all this that I've just talked about happened a couple weeks ago. As I finally record this episode, I realized I did some of the same things I did to get my RFPs in that I did to finish this podcast. I didn't want to do it was resistant to doing it so I did it in chunks getting a little further at each attempt I let go of the idea of it being great when I started and instead just wrote down a first pass that I could go back and fix once something is begun it is a lot easier to go back and work on it than do what I call a cold start after something is down doesn't matter the quality you can then move to what's called warm starts warm starts mean something already exists you have broken the seal on the project or the task, then it's simply a matter of chipping away at it a little at a time until you reach a viable product. I know we tend to prefer one and done projects and tasks, but sometimes our resistance is great enough that just getting any aspect started is a victory. Then it is a matter of making baby steps and inroads until the project is done. If you are struggling to get started and done with things, be sure to check out an earlier podcast of mine. It's podcast 005 titled Getting Started and Done. And the easiest way to do to get to it is just to go to AbigailWorf.com and click on podcasts and then just scroll down the pages until you come to 005. Or you can use iTunes and just go back into the fifth podcast that's been recorded. In that podcast, I discuss what to do before you get started on something. Methods to get started, steps you need to take to execute your plan, what to do when pressure isn't helping you get things done. And for that episode, there is a cheat sheet that includes the content of the podcast, plus two bonus tips not mentioned in the podcast. So to get that cheat sheet, go to wwwabigailworfcom forward slash cheat sheet 005. Cheat sheet is just written as one word. So that's wwwabigailworfcom forward slash cheat sheet 005. So that's it for this episode. I realize that there are no perfect answers offered in this podcast episode, but hopefully what was offered is helpful to you. Be sure to check out my website, www.abigailwarf.com, for other podcast episodes, my blog, free helpful downloads, and to sign up for my newsletter. From my website, you can contact me, or you can leave a message twenty four seven at 1-844-ADD-ADHD. 1-844-ADD-ADHD. And I will get back to you as soon as I get the message. Talk to you next week and have a really good week until then. And then next week, I'll talk about respecting what we do well and stop focusing on our weaknesses. And that will be podcast 035. Bye. Thanks for listening to Survive and Thrive, Managing Life with Adult ADHD. Come back next week for a new episode. For show notes and free stuff, go to abigailwerf.com.